0: Hello, you're listening to a spoiler-filled film conversation. Hooray!
1: Thunder in Daytona! Oh, hello.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, you give up on that one quickly.
1: <laughs> they all do. I, I'm very quick to pull out of my intros. I instantly <laughs> lose all the oil. Um... Hello, and welcome to Spoiler-Filled Film Conversation. Hooray! I'm Richard, and with me to reminisce about the days of thunder are Abigail. Hello. And Anthony. How's it hanging? It's hanging exactly where you want it to hang, just nicely in reach.
0: Like a pair of fuzzy dice.
1: yeah. <laughs> I reckon there's um, rules about what you can and can't have hanging about in your car. I guess you could, if you want to put fuzzy dice in your race car, more fool you, innit? They're going kind to of have lucky things, aren't they? Like staple a rabbit's foot up on their gear stick or something, aren't they? These uh, race car guys.
0: Oh, it must do. Well, well,
2: well, if we're uh, going by this movie, it doesn't seem like there are any rules. Yeah, you could just do what else.
1: You know, the important thing is you plaster everything in sight with sponsorship. That's the important thing. Anyway, we're gathered this time on our film chat podcast to discuss a movie picked by Abigail Bain. So she will give you the details so you don't confuse it with all the other Thunder movies. Okay. There's a few of them, is Probably. Oh, well, I really thought not
0: but um, Days of Thunder is from 1990. It was directed by Tony Scott, written by Robert Town and Tom Cruise. It starred Tom Cruise, Robert Duval, Randy Quaid, Nicole Kidman, Kerry L. West, and Michael Rooker. It's about NASCAR. NASCAR! <laughs> Almost nothing else happens. It's just about NASCAR.
1: <laughs> it is.
2: That is true. Oh, no, wait.
0: Tell a lie. One of them has a brain hemorrhage.
2: And
0: having yes, a weird relationship
2: with your doctor. Mm, oh, oh yes. Yeah, also, to Tom Cruise wrote
0: this. That kind of <laughs> makes sense. He he isn't the principal writer. Like, it was principally written
2: by Robert Towne, but he probably went. He
1: probably said what you did, which was, "Oh, we should write. A, we should do a film about NASCAR." <laughs> I drove. I drove a fast car with Paul Newman. We were allowed to drive a fast car, and I liked it. We should do a film. That's what he probably said. And then someone went, Yeah, we'll write the script as we go, don't worry about it.
2: Literally. <laughs> um it's, it's fine. We'll just we'll just copy off another film. Uh uh Top Gun, yeah, okay. Yeah, we we'll just make Top Gun again. <laughs> and and every car movie you've ever seen. <laughs> we don't need to
1: make it original and exciting. We just need to have me, Tom Cruise, in a fast car going brum brum brum, love it. It's the
0: Top gun he had a real name.
1: What Maverick? No, his, but
0: No, his act was something like Mitchell something.
1: What's his name in this? Trickle Coal or something? Coal he was trickle. Pete
0: Mitchell in Top Gun, but in this his name is Coal Trickle.
1: Which sounds like <laughs> something you look forward to when you're mining. You go, yes, we've got a an ore vein or something. You go, oh, we've got a trickle of coal. <laughs> we'll just follow that and we'll hit the pay dirt or whatever. What I, do, I mean, I guess they're
2: trying to be subversive. Because a trickle isn't very fast.
1: Mm. Sure, that's what they were trying yes. to do. <laughs> Gosh knows? Is it? It's not based on anyone in
2: particular. Is it? It's just influenced by real life stories a little bit. I I have no idea. Like I I don't know anything about car racing. I don't know. I I mean I've seen NASCAR. It's like the redneck
1: race race car driving business. But uh, what's NASCAR? What is what is a NASCAR? What are we, what makes it NAS as opposed to just car racing?
0: National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing.
1: Oh, so stock car racing is sort of what it is then. Hmm. Well, hang on. That sort of asks the question, what's a stock car? I'm guessing if you get a stock frame and things, like a kit or something. Oh, no, I'm guessing again. Stock car racing, what's that? Happening? And then
0: they said... <laughs> Well, yeah, like you say, it's meant to be you just get normal cars race them, but they said, in the film, they say there's no stock cars in stock car racing. So what the fuck is it then?
1: Cars. Cars with numbers on.
0: The difference that this, that my very shallow research stipulates, the difference between NASCAR and Open Wheel is Open Wheel is any of the ones where the Wheels are distinctly outside of the car body.
1: Like so F1 I, or whatever.
0: Yeah. So I guess anything, any stock car is that it conventionally has its wheels under the car.
1: Anyway, it's it's one of them sports where you drive in a oval over and over again until you're not doing it anymore. And someone <laughs> is the best. mmm. I think it's just one of those things. It's just people who like getting sunburned and drinking beer. <laughs> it's just something to do with it. So you don't have to say to your father that you love him. You can just sit next to each other and wear a red or white trucker hat and be happy in the knowledge that you've bonded without actually saying or anything or interacting fully about anything other than machinery. You know, like it's it's bonding for men who don't don't want to share feelings, isn't it? I suppose. Maybe the odd flusy who likes men who drive fast or something. Maybe it's for them as well. I don't know. How come, that's um, not really a question we can tackle on the pod. But women—can they not be race car drivers? But why is that a thing? Is there's no?
2: Where's the? Where's that? Like, I, I mean, they're a bit too sensible.
0: I was <laughs> going to say something similar. Where it's probably it is probably prohibited because. Uh. Misogyny, but on the other hand, they haven't really fought against it because they don't want to smash themselves to bits in a car.
1: It's like it didn't have to be gate kept because no women wanted to do it. And now that we're in tie- equal opportunity times, more or less, uh, the inn isn't there so much. And I don't know. I don't know what it takes to want to be a race car driver. Um, it doesn't, it's not my thing. I mean, I can drive, I don't feel any need for speed unless it's you know mo- moderate speed at appropriate times uh anyway, Abby, why did you pick this you know you can't even fucking drive what do you care about NASCAR or Tom Cruise or whatever?
0: It is that very specific period of Tom Cruise where he was getting famous but he wasn't Tom Cruise yet. he wasn't Mission Impossible. Iconic Tom Cruise.
1: Wasn't well he had done Mission Impossible by then, hadn't he?
2: But I mean no, like I... it wasn't like
1: No. When was Mission Impossible is the question, I guess. Oh that was like mid nineties. This was like was 1990. It? Yeah. So this is like uh what post cocktail? Yes. This was this was peak I can be the most handsome man on the planet, Tom Cruise, wasn't he? Winning Shitty magazine awards for being attractive, wasn't he? Mm. But he
0: had not yet become a parody of himself.
1: No. I mean, I think at this stage, uh, this is when this so, this is how he met Nicole Kidman, who he had a relationship with for a while, marriage or whatever, for a while, adopted some kids, uh, got alleged that he was gay. Uh, you know, moved on, moved on from that. There's all sorts of things going on in the, t- in, the t- in the Cruise timeline. We don't have to get into his personal life. We don't have to start, you know, discussing Scientology or his anything about him per se other than his acting. I, I guess I don't. I wasn't. I don't want to step into that unless it comes up naturally. But um, yeah, this was just that period, wasn't he? He met Nicole Kidman on the set of this, so it was that's what, that play. If you if you measure Hollywood actors as to when they were married to whom. Just to tell when what year it was. That's how I mm. do it anyway. Um, yeah, so just a general interest and um, why not, is it?
0: Yeah, sort of. I was also in the mood for cars.
1: What is it about non-specific cars, you... cars. Do you have a need for speed, Abby, is it? Me, you no. Were... Not an ad- ad- adrenaline junkie or nothing. I think
0: about it. Then I watch something like this and I go, Yeah, no. Oh no.
1: But I Watch a nice stunt car movie where people, you know, go flying off of cliffs and things. <clears throat> you know, there's stuff there's racing car movies, isn't there? And then there's um you know, stunt movies where, you know, there might be racing in them like Fast and the Furious, but it's more about action-packed madness than sticking to a track and being the best you can be at an actual sport. But anyway, this is one of those proper movies about cars
2: where it's Uh, an official
1: kind. (laughs) You going to say anything?
2: (laughs) Just, Just casting doubt at official real cars. I'm not sure about that. Yeah, apparently there's some famous NASCAR
1: driver who basically said everything about this is wrong except the numbers on the sides were right or something. So I don't apparently you know, supposedly Well, that sounds like a like just a bitchy thing to say, but supposedly there's stuff wrong about this that doesn't quite get NASCAR right. I don't really care. I don't know anything about it myself.
2: Couldn't <laughs> uh, yeah. tell you either way. Hmm. So how did this grab you? Not seen this before, did you? I'd not seen it. Um I, I knew about it because it was like one of the it was like one of the films you know Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman were both in it so it was kind of famous for that but the thing is like in my head I'd conflated it with another movie called okay. uh, <laughs> no <that's not. laughs> called Far and Away um, oh, yeah. which is which which. after watching this I'm like okay I obviously got the wrong end of the stick so I looked it up and it's like a um an Irish immigrant story with uh, Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman coming to America. And mm-hmm. I'd conflated the two, so in my mind it was some sort of period drama about Tom Cruise being Irish and racing cars. Yeah! <laughs> so oh I was like, I, I don't think that's my thing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you hate the Irish, is, it? is that what the problem was?
2: So, so, when, so when this film started, I'm like, hmm, this looks... <laughs> Awfully modern. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe I've got it wrong. So then I was waiting for Tom Cruise to turn up and be Irish. Yeah, no, and he didn't I didn't do that. And so I was like, okay. I got the wrong end of the stick on this one. Um, like, but, n- like, uh, I can't say I've watched many films about driving, uh, at least, like, you know, competitive driving. But I, 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 can't say I have any enjoyment from it. Sure. not averse to them, but not your cup of tea. Yeah. Well, I can so tell I, you. Oh, go on. I was coming. I was coming in. I don't know. It, it's an odd one to describe, like I said, because I didn't. I, I had the wrong end of the stick. But I was. I was coming in, not thinking it was going to be very good.
1: But maybe for the wrong reasons. <laughs> yes, all right, that's all right. No, I'm done. But it, it's good to have the context. Uh, I think I'd heard of this title. Like, I don't know. It just sounds like someone who had to get over a terrible bowels problem at some point. they just it's <laughs> a nostalgia piece about them. Oh, do you remember when I fucking was shit at myself every day and in hospital with <laughs> a surgery on my stomach? But um. Or, you know, about Chasing Storms or something more conventional. But uh, the poster's probably one of the fucking worst I've ever seen.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> like, you say in Abby about Tom Cruise wasn't at full star power, but they were like, the only selling point is Tom Cruise at this. Mm. So like, massive, needlessly purple face with weird, like, they like I don't know, they fuck with the colours a bit so he looks like he's being heated up on either side of his ears. And then just some blurs of cars, and that'll do it. It's just all Tom Cruise's face. And, like, what, what the fuck are we doing? Like, uh, NASCAR, obviously not a draw in and of itself. No, come for him. That's what you want. Sexy Tom Cruise.
2: And then, like, the uh, like the name of the film is right at the bottom, but it's, like, written in cursive, so you can't even tell what the name of the film is.
1: Yeah, mm. days of cursive, I suppose. What was it? I and mean, you can't even see the days off very easily, so it's just symbolics. So I think I'd seen it like on shelves in video stores or whatever, but like instantly ignored it because it was the worst poster, <laughs> nothing <laughs> to tell you anything about it. Um, but yeah, I, I wasn't looking forward to it. Um, but I, I've cherry picked and seen a bunch of um men driving cars in, on race courses, movies, just you know. Too many to name, but like you know, not all of them either. Not a big aficionado. Um, but I know enough to know this was very typical, like of how they go. Usually, there's a death as well. Like, oh my god, they pushed it to the limit. In this case, they went a bit pussier and had someone just be injured, brain injured. But uh, it was yeah, really
0: weird at the moment where um, Cole went to visit. What was his name? But they've all got stupid names. What's his name? Rowdy, 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 Rowdy. Oh, he Rowdy, goes Rowdy, to Rowdy, visit Rowdy. Rowdy, who has uh, a hemorrhage in the brain, and he says, "Either we can go to the hospital." I can't know. He didn't use exact words, but the ultimate was: either we can go to the hospital, or I could smack you around with a baseball bat. I'm like, is that really the best, the best way to get your friend to go to the hospital for a brain hemorrhage?
2: It wasn't that. It was just that scene was just weirdly edited. How it just kind of like ended on that note. And then it was just like, and now we're in the hospital. It was like, was that supposed to be funny? <laughs> yeah,
1: there's a lot of... um. Maybe if men can get past their machismo competitiveness and they can show the slightest bit of concern for their friend and admit maybe they're even friends, even though they're like rivals, maybe you could squeeze the slightest bit of care out of yourself to help of your friend, <laughs> rather than just, let's fucking race, race in wheelchairs. Everything we do has to be racing all the time. <laughs> well, let's not let's not say anything <laughs> friendly. Uh, let's, you know, be aggressive. Every I
0: time. was one of the, there's maybe five movies. Oh, there was maybe five moments throughout this film where you just scream at the TV, going "Just fuck already!"
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's I mean, there's a few different gay relationships happening as a subtext. Mainly, the two rivals in it are Tom Cruise and um, what's his name? Michael oh, Michael Michael Rooker. Right, they're rivals, but also they're kind of friendly rivals and bum pals in a way. And then there's sort of a father-son thing going on with Tom Cruise and uh, Robert Duvall. Because they're not father-son, that's a bit gay as well. And then the funniest bit for me of gay subtext was, yeah, so it can't be actually gay because it's NASCAR. Come on, if we're gay, we're in the closet. Uh, And therefore, look, here's our girlfriends. (laughs) Here they are. Say hello to each other. That's enough character development for you. Back (laughs) Back to the lads having a laugh. (laughs) <laughs> um. So yeah, I mean they could have called it Gays of Thunder, to be honest <laughs> That would have been absolutely fine Dispense with the subtext, it would have been much more edgy If they'd have dared to market A Nazca movie about A couple of gay fellas Who ha- had a friendly rivalry that became A bit more,
2: you know We're just not there S- yet Still toned down From uh, Top Gun though I suppose
1: There's that that scene in there of the the big gay orgy in Top Gun.
2: Well, I I suppose the way to describe this whole film is just toned down Top Gun. Down Gun.
0: (laughs) In terms of the gay energy, a lot of it in Top Gun is just from Val Kilner's hair.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's it's jumpsuits as well, isn't it? Men, jumpsuits, big mechanical, mechanical. fast-moving vehicles. What do you say, Anthony? volleyball. They play volleyball in this as well, do they? They're on the beach or something, aren't they? Anyway, yeah, I mean, you know, you, you can watch this and get a little bit of gay romance out of it, or you can watch it, uh, you know, with your blinkers on, denying the, the gay subtext, if you like. <laughs> but right at the start, the, the premise is set up that uh, is it Quaid? Is Quaid is some bloke who just wants to have a stake in race NASCAR, right? He has a car; he's paid for a car, or he wants to. Yeah, uh... I
0: don't know what his title is, but he has the same uh, function as a film or record producer. But affluent
1: in affluent car salesman decides, wouldn't it be good if, and then he goes uh, to find a man combine harvesting. He goes to find Robert Duval and his big bald heads at Combine Harvesting and say look, you build the best cars ever and you're free. <laughs> Please come build a car for me. And then Robert Duval's like, no. Also, have you got a race driver? And he's like, well... Well... I mean, there was no doubt. I mean, we'd be wasting our time if they got Robert Duval to not... like. He just asked him and then didn't come. Yeah, there's a lot of inevitability in this. A lot of the, well, we know Tom Cruise is going to be teamed up with Robert Duval, so can we dispense with the fact that Robert Duval doesn't want to work with him? Can we dispense with the fact that Robert Duval doesn't want to do it? Can we dispense with any vague attempt to suggest that Tom Cruise isn't going to win the race at the end? Like, it all felt (laughs) inevitable. (laughs) (laughs) Just sort of watching it play out like, yeah. yeah, 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 going through the motions, you know? Is that a problem, Abby, for you? Like that it's so fucking patently obvious what's gonna happen. It was more but I was prepared. So I just let it happen. Based on the trailer, the sound bites of Rob DeVale like, shouting, You're gonna get yourself killed, I assumed perhaps he gets an injury, which he does, but that it's the sort of thing you you actually can't race again. So I thought he might be like in a wheelchair and that they might uh have it so that he gets the car rigged so they could, even though he's disabled, he gets to be able to, he's able to drive the car. Like he gets it rigged to do that. And he, he's the first disabled guy to race in NASCAR or something. But it didn't get that mad, really. It just stayed fairly conventional. It, he was mainly wrestling with fear and my friend got hurt. I could get hurt or die. Uh oh. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't kill myself <laughs> racing. That was the dichotomy, wasn't it? Hmm.
0: I liked uh, Kidman's speech about control and how she just gave him a row for being a childish twat it's like <laughs> yeah
2: <laughs> I couldn't help but think that like she must have said that to him in real life at some point <laughs> before handing the divorce papers over
1: <laughs> right. well they're apparently in good terms but then who knows what that means uh, anyway, so yeah, that Robert Duvall is convinced to leave the farmer's situation, farming situation, and make a fucking stock car. Make it. Sl- he, oh, that's it. Robert Duval talks to the cars like as a frame. He's sort of telling it what he's gonna gonna re- take take some of the weight away and. Polish her up nice and shit. And then later on, you don't even you're not even sure if he is talking to the car or not, but it's like made and like all the paint on him and stuff. He's just giving a little um pep talk to the car and talking to it like it's a fucking racehorse. Even the racehorse would be pointless, but talking to it like he's uh, wishing it good on the on the on the race tomorrow and don't don't hurt my driver and all that shit, is not he? Yeah,
0: and he's talking to one of the cars a bit later on, it has a little wee and he's disappointed.
1: Yeah, that's the scene, yeah. There's a wee and he's like, oh, that's not the response I was looking for. And you're like, are you, you're not in Herbie, mate. This isn't fucking the love bug. What's going on? Why are you talking to the car, you spesh? <laughs> I guess. Better better than talking. The... the thing he does to Tom, when he talks to Tom Cruise, especially at the start, the dynamic is, look, I'm a fuddy-duddy old, like, mechanic. I know some stuff about NASCAR because I work in the industry so let me tell you a thing or two Um, and then Tom Cruise is like yeah, I'm cocky and I don't care, I don't listen to any advice thank you isn't it, like <laughs> And so it takes him a little while to go hmm, maybe I should listen to the man who has experience and is in charge of the car
0: takes him a bit too long to confess
1: that he doesn't know anything about cars yeah, he has a little cry doesn't he, and he goes I could drive really well but I don't know what a wheel is or a engine <laughs> 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 how can I tell you If I'm in the car it's going too slow or it's rattling oh fuck you're right you know I'm sure race car drivers are pretty good at telling you when I don't know the fucking fan belt is played up or the yada yada the, the grub nuts are out of line or whatever <laughs> but Tom Cruise doesn't know that shit he's just what racing did he do before he's like he's he comes turns up on a fucking motorbike but he doesn't do that does he he's like
0: or he no, just... he's an open wheel, which is like F1. I don't think he was an F1
1: driver or he wouldn't be going down to NASCAR. Must be a fucking millionaire anyway. Even yeah. a failed F1 driver starts off pretty rich, I
0: think. No idea.
1: He's, from <laughs> F- he's not from F1, he's from open wheel.
0: From open wheel, so Ooh. the wide cars, very low to the ground.
1: And somehow he doesn't know about cars. Just <laughs> He's just good at driving.
0: You did infer that they just sort of put him in the car and told him to drive like he'd never learned to drive before.
1: Yeah, just instinctively. Some people are born to drive, literally, and they don't need any lessons. I quite like the fake-up they did, where Robert Duval's brought down to the track, they've rented out for the day to test out uh, the new guy, and then Michael Rooker turns up, and you're like, well, wait, is it Michael Rooker? (laughs) What? Uh, and obviously it's not, we know, because it's Tom Cruise's massive face on the poster. I thought it was a good fake-out to have him, like, cause his car they're going to use. Uh, and then, so Tom Cruise turns up on a on a motorbike and oh, is God. like, hey, <laughs> do, do you like that, Anthony? Or?
2: <laughs> Instantly, he was like, oh, God, are they really doing the motorbike thing again? Like, doesn't Tom Cruise just arrive on a motorbike in every film that he's in? Well, how else can you know he's cool as? <laughs> By the jacket, sunglasses. Maybe, but it was just one of those introductions where he just he turns up and he's just like a little bit cocky, a little bit uh, aloof, I suppose. Uh, and just be like, yeah, okay, yeah. And I'm like, oh, God, please don't <laughs> say it's like this the whole film. No, he gets over it eventually. once when, yeah. Once they've got some camaraderie,
1: I guess. Yeah, the, the general uh, idea is every, like Robert Duvall's like, th- I don't think he's at the throwing his cap down in anger, which he does a few times <laughs> stage, but he's like blah, blah, blah. Uh, I can't fucking, this rando can't, no, no, he doesn't even he doesn't look like a fucking racing car driver, he ain't got a mullet or anything um, he can't do it, I'm not doing it, see you later and then they're like, oh come on, please and then they, they let Tom Cruise do the Laps or whatever. And uh, I think John C. Reilly's there as well. He's, he's like pre... What's the... Uh, Talladega Nights. John, like he'll be back doing NASCAR again one day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but he's there. He's like pit crew. And uh, he's there to witness this. And Tom Cruise does it. And he got oh, he's really fast, guys. he done that fast, didn't he? We all thought dickhead. But actually, he drove the car with his pedal to the metal. So he maybe he's good. And they have to, and then I think John C. Riley's the first one to be like, "Oh, well done. I like you. Hello, (laughs) my name's this." Mm -hmm. And then Tom Cruise is like, "Hi, good friendliness," and he's sort of a bit warms to them. And uh, everyone's like, "Well, go on then. Go, come on, do it, isn't it?" Yeah. The
0: thing about uh, John C. Riley's character though was his dad died racing, but he's still involved and still supports it. That's probably true of many people, isn't it? In uh, stock car
2: racing, as a mental though. Yeah, and they do bring that that plot point up later on, as that's why Robert Duval is kind of a little hesitant to be making cars and driving and racing again because he was connected Uh, to the dead guy. Yeah, but like I I don't know it's it it felt like it felt like an afterthought when it happened.
1: Yeah, but, you know, what else can you fucking do, in it? Like, you're going to have everyone be really boring and everything's fine. People have got to have a history. The, the thing with this is, I feel like, in real life, uh, people who work in the race car industry are, are probably a little little dull. <laughs> uh, you know, some of the more extravagant people have got a bit of, well, you know, some shit going on. But mostly I'm thinking it's tedious men who are, like, car nerds. So I imagine it's not all that people don't have these melodramatic conversations about the heart of the cars and like the fucking the subtext about like your headspace and you know your feelings and emotions and the fucking spirit of NASCAR and there's a lot of that melodramatic arguing you know people just fucking have a beer don't they and go. On oh, me. <laughs> what do you mean? Like, I, I, I can't imagine typical heterosexual men have these melodramatic conversations. They'd probably just shout and argue and say shitty things,
2: you know? But who knows? Yeah, it's kind of one of the problems for me with the whole film is that it kind of, like, the film kind of runs on emotions rather than logic, or at least a nice balance of the two.
1: Yeah, I get that race car drivers are some of the most cross people who can have hissy fit. Like I think, like people, like it can be big emotions in that in that world. Although a lot of them are just like grantly retentive, aren't they? You have to be. Um, but I, I don't know, like fuck. I mean, it's, you know, there's all sorts of people in the world, I suppose. But it felt like camp actors doing a thing rather than men who actually drive motors around. You know, like maybe it's just my own life experiences telling me that stilted, uh, stoic men don't get all, you know, th- uh, theatery in the garages with each other and say corny things, you know? But then sure. it's a movie, so it got to be in it.
2: And a Tony Scott movie at that.
1: What's Tony Scott known for, then?
2: Like, other melodramatic things? I'm trying to think. Well, he's he's the actual he's the director of Top Gun, which is the most uh, pertinent one. Oh, he also most... did uh, True Romance as well, Beverly Hills Cop. But like all, like his style is it, it does have the kind of like the heightenedness of of cinema. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, the the melodrama of it all. The, the thing that fucked me off style-wise was the endlessly dipping the top half of the screen in orange, but not consistently. So doing that thing where you you know you tint tint the top you know so it's sort of uh, sunset dusk vibes, but it wouldn't match up. Like all the time they would do it, they would dip in the top uh, quarter of the screen in 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 red often or sometimes blue and then it would just be a, you know another shot for context on a bright, sunny day, or overcast. A lot of it was obviously overcast, and then they'd done the the thing they do on top here all the time, which is they just put that filter on at the top so it looks fucking moody or whatever, isn't it? Oh, it fucked me off all the way through with this stupid fucking purple and orange movie. <laughs> <laughs> did you, you guys, I'll say I know it's you? too much. I was so blatant. It was terrible. It just wouldn't match up ever. I mean, that happens sometimes where the weather isn't right when you do the shot reverse shot, or obviously you're going to have footage from actual race days, but Christ, it was annoying me. <laughs> I mean, what did you think?
0: I didn't even notice it. It wasn't until the third time you mentioned it that I had realised what you were talking about.
1: Unbelievable. It was fucking blatantly bad. Ah well, whatever Maybe we're just used to it Just shit, shit continuity Too busy engaged with Robert Duval's bald head through poking out the back of a trucker hat going, God Even in a trucker hat you're showing it off Sorry
0: It's just every time he took off that hat and there was so much hair still
1: despite
0: (laughs) I couldn't understand it
1: I love Robert Duval's head FYI, it's a monument to bald men everywhere because he's got so much hair for a bald man even when it's completely gone it's just, oh, chef's kiss bald man hair okay anyway so Tom Cruise is teamed up with Robert Duval, John C. Riley, in Quaid's car and they're a team and they're going to enter the NASCAR, they have to qualify, and obviously they fucking qualify and all that bullshit, uh, and, you know, become a team. And It's kind of just about them trying to win the the what was it called? I don't know, is it 500? I can't remember
2: what they call all the different races. The Indy 500, isn't it? The Super Bowl of cars. <laughs> because they keep saying, it's like, okay, we
1: get it. I was saying to Abby when we were watching it, Super Bowl never gets called, like, oh, yeah, the Wimbledon of American football. Oh, the F1 of uh, uh, the FA Cup of American football. No, like, just, I don't know. I guess that helps people out who don't know how important one race is from another. Like, we wouldn't. <laughs> I've heard of Daytona, but it's just, you know, fucking oval is such a... Like, at least F1 has different shapes to consider, Right. More, more sophisticated cornering, isn't it? I suppose it's that. I can't watch any it. of it. It's absolutely <laughs> wallpaper. What wallpaper drying? No, paint drying. <laughs> or
2: whatever, isn't it? Like this film does its best, like by by putting you in in by putting the camera inside the car, yeah. and like yeah, helping you feel like the speed and the intensity of it helps a little. But only oh, he's like so much. Yeah, Robert Duval on the year piece, you know, giving
1: him, uh, giving him the the talk and the don't go near the wall, that's bad. And then Tom Cruise is like, but I will drive near the wall, and that'll mean I win. Damn it, he was right, <laughs> but he risked his life. Why can't this prick take advice? That's and the it seems
2: like it seems like that's the only thing to consider in in this sport is. Are you going to overtake on the left or are you going to overtake on the right? It's very key to the win. It's like a penalty shootout in
1: football. Isn't it? Am I going to kick that way or am I going to fake that way and go the other way? Um, yeah, so we learned two things. Strip, uh, what's it called? Streamlining in the... What's it When you get behind another race so you get in there fucking... Slipstream. The Slipstream. You, you Which take... he
0: demonstrated using two packets of sugar on Nicole Kidman's leg.
1: Why they torched the peach there a bit, didn't they? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I didn't understand what he was going to do either. It just got preceded. Yeah, it got preceded by the line, "You're not going to do anything weird to that leg, are you?"
1: Put put, <laughs> co- put condiments on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, weird. I, the, I think in in Talladega Nights they have a thing called I don't know, it called, they call it Shake and Bake or something. It was basically the slingshot thing, in it where you. Fucking, although one of them might be going backwards in they I can't remember. But it's, you know, it's just the only thing you can do is go behind the car and then catch up quickly because you've lost. You know, you know, you've you've evaded air resistance or some shit. Who cares? It's Like, really, there is not much to it, in my opinion. And then there is a the whole thing about tires, isn't there? Like, one of the things Tom Cruise needs to learn is. You're melting the tires because you go in the inappropriate inappropriately fast or something at <laughs> the wrong He's driving like he's still in in the other kind of car. The, the which other has, car. Which first of all has more wheels. More wheels? The fuck? Do they?
0: Yeah. Oh, fine. I'll look it up.
1: They're fucking they're not like a tank or something. Not a tank. Um like a
0: no, I don't mean in bigger. series. I mean doubled up next to each other.
1: I can't, it doesn't matter. It's different. The the tyres melt if you do it wrong. So, listen, get the right pit stop and the right tyres and drive the right way. But it doesn't matter. It's stuff that uh, when you're learning to race properly, I guess someone like the Stig from Top Gear would whisper in your ear and you go, ah, what I see? Break on the corners or something. You know, like who cares? We don't learn. We don't learn that shit. We learn about packets of salt on legs, and how that—that's how you win is going behind someone. <laughs> you both get less uh, air resistance or something, uh, and that you can bump people. You you bump a car into the wall. And there's lots of like if you just nudge it's called people, rubbing, rubbing, rubbing up against each other, rubbing. Mm. What do they say? Rubbing is the race or something. Rubbing is racing. I was, everyone was rubbing off to this, weren't they? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a lot of that shite, in there? Just like Hackney, uh, you know, the rookie learning and, you know, the veteran being shown up by raw talent and the compromise being made so that they become a, a successful team. You know, to get the you know little bits of stuff, you just you, you honestly you could put them in any film. I couldn't if I I'd forget this film. i like, is this the film where they do the bit where someone in the pit crew can't get the wheel on straight away, and Tom Cruise lo- loses a bit of time and is fucked off about it? Is this the film where Tom Cruise gets angry with the bloke who beat him by being a bit mean and rubbing him wrong, and he decided to go out at the last minute once the guy would won and smashed his car into him like a petty maniac? <laughs> Is that this film or is that another one? You know, what do you guys think of that? Where is it? Elvis, it uh, is his later on rival, who he smashes into the car. Like, when he get disqualified? Did he get disqualified? Uh I th-
2: yes. I think the, the like them as a team got disqualified, but not individually. It's not
1: on to just deliberately go out and crash into someone, is it? That
0: like was being an no, absolute.
1: Bastard.
2: Yeah, <laughs> it's like one we, of the worst things you could have done. Really,
1: are you making Tom Cruise spin out uh, and then crash when he was in the race proper—is that what you mean?
2: No, I mean crashing into him after the race has ended.
1: Oh, you're saying Tom Cruise is a complete dick?
2: I mean, the guy was a dead yeah. end,
1: but he didn't. You can't just fucking like smash into him on his victory lap. I mean. What else have you got? You know, Tammy What what goes on in the in the big? middle section of this shit
0: (laughs) we haven't mentioned the grandiose synth music yet that took a little bit of getting used to
1: yeah we just left the 80s but uh, the 80s hasn't left us Mm. fucking hell
0: the shortest car construction montage ever
1: oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) just the frame yeah the frame and then the paint on and we're done
0: They put in some holding nails, then they did like half a weld. Ah, it's over. I mean, I'm (laughs) not complaining. I could do with shorter montages in my life, but it does make me wonder why they bothered.
2: (laughs) I kind of like the car in its kind of like middle Mad Max (laughs) feel,
0: Mm.
2: with all like the spikes sticking out of it. It would have been
1: good if it had taken that turn. I think the whole fucking film is a montage, is it not? This is a montage of people uh, kind of. getting good at racing. Ups and downs. Oh, I'm annoyed and agitated with a, with a, one of the other racers. They're so mean. Oh, my rival has been bumping me and I, ha- and I haven't got used to it yet. Oh, I've hit the wall a bit hard and haven't won this race. Oh, what do you mean? Like there's that bit where all the pit crew are having uh, ice cream lollies and Tom Cruise is coming in and they're like, you can't come in, we're all having ice creams. <laughs> And then Tom Cruise gets all crossed and tries to fight him. <laughs> and, uh, but in a playful, I can't believe you guys having a bloody ice cream at, at bloody Daytona. What are you doing? I'm really serious. Apparently that happened in real life one time, Is the pit crew were all having ice creams, so they couldn't couldn't fucking do
2: a pit stop. That's funny, isn't it?
0: I think, like, how... I
2: was going say, it makes sense because it didn't make sense in this. So it makes sense that they were copying something from real life. I see, yeah.
0: I was going to say, there was like, a smattering of moments through this where Robert Duval just looked really happy to be out. Yeah, sure. <laughs> in there, just having an ice cream, watching the racing that was actually happening in front of him. He just looked like I was on the way all the time.
1: Yeah, why not, Well, they, they have to have lots of different reactions. Different, like, throw your cap on the ground, be elated. Thought, like, the... the <laughs> They seem to break into little races, like, there's foot races between Robert Duvall and Tom Cruise. Like, it ends on a freeze frame of, like, Robert Duvall trying his best to run as fast as possible. And Tom
2: Cruise being like, I just love running in movies, so let's do it, (laughs) Rob. Although he he hadn't quite perfected his weird kind of Terminator run yet. (laughs) A run at the end was the goofiest thing in the world. Well, he didn't want to skin
1: Robert Duval in first gear. Although it would have been good if they, instead of a freeze frame, they had Robert Duval tripping up and then win. <laughs> like, you, may have, <laughs> you may have won the NASCAR race, but I fucking absolutely schooled you in running like a pleb. Yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, as we've
0: passed by the line, we end up looking like a monkey fucking a
1: football out there. Yeah, I mean, true words have never been spoken. When you're not driving well, you are basically a monkey fucking a football. <laughs> That's exactly right
0: the fake police prostitute we talked about back Oh, my
1: God. That was egregious and awful. I mean, I believe that sort of bullshit happens, but it was the most toxic, I hate these people moment ever. Do you want to describe it, Abby?
0: There's a little bit before this that I want to talk about. For the whole scene before that bit, I thought they were in a bar, like just a little bar or maybe the back room of somewhere. Turns out they're inside one of the trucks that carries the car
1: in a moving, drinking trailer.
0: So when it gets pulled over by the police, I'm like, why are they pulling over the car? Wait, what? There's people inside!
1: Why are they pulling over the bar, you mean? Yeah,
0: <laughs> so I didn't understand how the two related to each other. Yeah. And then, as it went on, one of the policewomen revealed themselves to, in fact, be a whore.
2: She was a... She was a prostitute, right? She wasn't just, like, a stripper.
1: Because a stripper this- might... Yeah, because they had the fake police in costume. They paid for, like, a whole load of regular fake police and police cars. Or they paid the police to come and escort an escort. Or stripper. But it's not a stripper, because she was kissing him and they fucked, right? That's the idea.
2: Yes. Hence, prostitute. Yeah, I yeah, know. I'm agreeing with you.
0: But it was just weird... It was more. It's not so much that they got a prostitute. That that's normal business for that period of time. But the production value was so high. It's like <laughs> they had two police cars, and they all had uniforms. I'm like, where, where, where how did this come about?
2: Yeah, and it's, it's like it's not something you can arrange in advance because you don't know that he's going to win necessarily. So that's something that had to be been done on the fly as well.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Didn't make any sense. And yes, absolutely abhorrent. And as far as I could tell, it was only to set up to the gag where he thought that the attractive female doctor was a prostitute when she was, in fact,
1: a doctor. Yeah, because, you know, if you, pr- if you were a realistic prank where actually I wasn't in trouble... I'm getting, I'm having sex with a woman. You obviously think the next time women in uniform are being serious around me, they're paid professionals designed to, you know, molest me. And so, yeah, Tom Cruise goes, "Oh, hello, uh, doctor, doing my brain uh, medicine <laughs> or, or whatever." Brain
0: bra- medicine.
1: Brain medicine. <laughs> I need, I need fucking brain medicine. But he just thinks Nicole Kidman was a doctor in this story is a stripper, so he's like, come and check my cock and balls. And uh, she's like, I guess I'll accept this sexual harassment. And as, uh, you know... Well, I think... Because
0: he had a head injury. I think she was giving him, like, you literally just woke up from a head injury. I'm allowing this to happen once. It will not happen again.
1: (laughs) How else does Rowdy Burns play into this? Because obviously he gets injured uh, in the same accident as Tom Cruise but has different uh, injuries, I guess. They've become playful rivals who are, you know, like we, like I mentioned, are in it, unable to do anything but race. They race rental cars to a meeting with one of the head honchos and smash them up and act like dicks. And they race wheelchairs in the hospital. They just love racing.
2: So how, how does the story play? They don't, be, they don't become playful rifles, um, they don't become playful rivals until they've had the accident before then they're just rivals okay right yeah but then after that they have uh, the weird car chase in the streets where they just smash each other's up
0: well, oh, the was... and the beach or they
2: should have been arrested oh, oh yeah text. yeah <laughs>
1: But it's fine because it's a rental car. You just fuck them, right? Plus, they're going to a meeting with the man or whatever. Like some bloke who's given them a row and said their careers will be in jeopardy if they... What do they do wrong? Like just crashing in, rubbing too much or whatever?
0: Well, they caused an accident which could have caused more people to crash.
2: And then the doctor was like, I can't really give you a, a, a good bill of health at this point. But they were like, no, we're fine. And the guy, I guess the guy who runs the racing is like, no, you're, you're not. You're not racing.
0: You're both yeah. dickheads.
2: So Rutger, his... What's he called? Ro-
1: ro- rowdy? Rowdy... R- R- Sorry. R- rowdy. Rowdy. <laughs> rowdy. He uh, gets a plaster on his head that, we, that we're that we all fine <laughs> But you've got plaster on your head, and Tom Cruise doesn't. That and then that comes and bites him later on, where you know turns out his little bruised brain is, is going to be more bruised more of the time, whereas Tom Cruise's bruised brain will be fine after a bit of surgery in it. I don't know. He only, get... only he has. I can't remember if Tom Cruise had surgery or not.
0: He did get no, that no. one good joke in, which was something like, "Any surgery on his brain would be minor."
1: Lol. Yeah, because it's the whole thing of um, Nicole Kidman, at some point, is worn down by Tom Cruise into dating him, even though there's no reason (laughs) that she should, and it's professionally
2: inappropriate. Actually, yeah, I was thinking about this when it happened. Like, the thing that kind of, like, tips it over is he fills her room full of, like, flowers and balloons. And I don't don't know about you guys, but I would be well put off. I'd be like, oh, what am I going to do with all these fucking flowers?
0: I'd be more a fucking stalker.
2: What? <laughs> I was just thinking the logistics of it, it's like where they're gonna go. They're just gonna be in my way. Yeah, I mean
1: What are we gonna do? We we're gonna not have a romance in this fucking piss boring lads movie or not? I mean, you know
2: <laughs> it's no, an I, it, like, I know why it's there, but it's like I c I c I, I can't feel I can't help but feel like the these two are just not suited for each other. Like after he like takes her like on the on like the joyride kind of thing where he's he's chasing after the taxi, and she's thats what they get him to get out. I'm like, there's no coming back from that. Yeah, he
1: kidnaps her and risks her life. That's uh, that's into their relationship though, isn't it? Like she kind of gives him an ultimatum, or well, she she literally tries to run away from him, and he grabs her arm and is like forcefully (laughs) trying to persuade her to let me talk to you. I was needlessly racing a taxi driver who was a bit rude and impatient or something. I went mental, like you know. they've had they've started their relationship by then, so it's it's only it's really questionable that they continue it. I guess is what you're saying. I don't know. It's fucking ridiculous. I know she has ginger frizzy hair though, and she's prime Nicole Kidman, and she did they did fall in love with each other at this stage supposedly. So um, she's actually. Australian accent. Yes, which makes, very often. Yes, that's good, right? I prefer her natural to mm. when she's awkwardly trying to do something else outside of her range. I don't mind Nicole Kidman. I she, think she's fine. This is not much of a character for her. Like, I think she's. Uh, there's, there's a few roles from like, oh, fair play. She's good. And then other times we're like, this is uh this is not the best actor in the world, is it? Like I don't have a high estimation of Nicole Kidman, but this is not a role to impress anyone with, is it? Just girlfriend who Tom Cruise speaks to on the phone a lot of the time. And also there was a fun scene where Tom Cruise is always on the phone in like the backstage bit of the 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 I don't know, the pits or whatever. And there's like he's on the phone and then some guy who comes and wants to just use the coffee machine in the room and and Tom Cruise has to then keep the door closed but then make him the coffee and then get it passed back to put more sugar in or milk or whatever. So I, I really enjoyed him talking on the phone, making a cup of coffee and trying to get rid of a guy at the same time. Like that <laughs> bit. But that you know, Nicole Kidman's not got a heap to work with, has she, really? No. And not just because Tom Cruise is short. Yeah,
0: no. <laughs> I giggled every time I saw his Cuban heels. <laughs>
1: Oh, <laughs> what else goes on, Abby? Where have you got in your notes?
0: Well, it's all pretty much about the same thing in the latter bit where it's sort of intercutting his relationship with the Doctor and how he sort of bottled it in racing a bit until uh, Rowdy asks him to finish the season for him so that he can retain his sponsorship till the end of the year as because it's his only means of income.
1: Oh yeah, there's a whole there's a whole bit about will they get sponsorship, which you need in NASCAR because everyone's plastered with the shit and it pays for everything. And yeah, there's the there's some technicality where r- r- Rowdy wants it, but also it's kind of like a well we're sort of friends, aren't we? So you should still raise it. Don't don't like I think there's a Robert Duvall explains a little bit that Generally, men in this industry don't ever go to funerals or visit hospitals because it reminds them how scary and uh, awful life and death is and <laughs> it reminds them how stupid they are <laughs> and that they'll die. So they can't be confronted with immortality, plus they're toxic men. So any empathy or uh, emotional or you know, any, any sympathy or friendliness would be misconceived as being gay and therefore a problem, I guess. Um but yeah it, this seems to be like a Tom Cruise needs to be convinced by Nicole Kidman's character just visit your friend your prick and then that's and that, then because he does and he forces him to have surgery and yada yada um he gives him a real like like basically he goes there and is reluctantly like well I guess I could do the one thing I'm here to and have to and of course I am but I'll stare out the window like I might not be up for this I mean, what's his process what's his dichotomy there is like what about in the race? Is that it, or what else is he mulling over? Well, it's more. Go on.
0: He had this unshakable confidence before, and because he's crashed and he had the 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 big scary injury, and his friend is really dire straits, it's re it's it's made him realize that what he's doing is actually quite stupid.
2: Hmm. Is it worth the so when yeah, so when Rowdy is asking him to, you know, I, I need you to ride my car. He's like, oh, can 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 I? Like, can I drive anymore?
1: Kind of have I lost the the ball, Yeah,
2: all right. He
0: has to. We have to go and recruit Harry again. This one's yeah. endlessly recruiting Harry.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, what's he, uh, Harry's what, he's sort of painting a tractor now, is he, or something?
0: Yes, this stuff's always tractor based. It really irritated me at one point, because you know those lamps that you have for, um, you tend to have it for more like work purposes, where it's a shell on the back, that has got that little cage on the front where the light comes out, it's got a little hook on the top so you can hang it up while you're doing things. He hangs it the wrong way, so the light's facing the wall instead of out, because obviously it's bad for camera. But I'm like, why would you do that? As a human being, why would you put your light to it's face in the wall instead of the room?
1: And this from someone who didn't notice they were dip-dyeing the sky orange every now and again. (laughs) (laughs) This this does, this annoys you. Yes.
0: Yes, it does.
1: Not related, but how did we find the endless changing colours and uniforms and cars? Because they're all quite loud. uh, They're all quite loud colours with fun sponsors and uh, numbers on. And so you know, we get different car colour cars for different sections. I guess they get obliterated fairly easily. At least the way that Tom Cruise drives, which is ram into the wall, nudge people, be nudged into the wall, recklessly crash into people. (laughs) You know. So I I miss
0: the green one after it was gone, because that was really easy to pick out of the crowd.
1: <laughs> Great. Yeah, the, yeah, the end one was a bit of a blah, like cause it was black with a few colours, and it's like, oh, well, this isn't like the blue car versus the red car, this is like you know, not, not so not so standout as the other ones, I suppose. It's much of a muchness, I just think, you know, filmically these breaks the film up, so you could tell one race from another, I suppose, which is helpful i just so used to like an F1 where you know like Ferrari, Ferrari are never going to have like a fucking blue car, are they you know, so, nah. like, they stay in the colours of the, the team, in it. Although you get some quite loud colours on the pit crew sometimes in all racing, I think it kind of depends, doesn't it? I mean, I don't know. There's different uh, different hosts of different races have uh, different vibes, I suppose. But NASCAR's always been loud and tacky looking, hasn't it? Even in the backstage, even when it, like, Tom Cruise is in like a fucking laundrette at one point, and there's still loads of sponsorship stickers all over oh, the place. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think there's a scene in it where there isn't at least one logo for like fucking Die Hard or fucking uh, T- Tide um, or whatever, yeah. And yeah, somewhere on screen. I mean, there must be a, you kind of have to sign up all the sponsorship for this. Otherwise, you fuck your movie over because there's no avoiding sponsorship. But in in NASCAR, the overwhelming quantity of sponsorship kind of means you don't get advertised anything, do you? I've never fully understood sports uh, ad sponsorship because it's like, OK, saying Carlsberg on a T-shirt bigger than the name of the team, I remember in Carlsberg first, I suppose. But has anyone gone? Now, I might have a McDonald's today because I saw McDonald's on
2: one of the many stickers on someone's car, you know? Yeah, I think I've noticed that recently. It's just like there's so much advertising now; you just ignore it. Yeah.
1: Ah, oh, I think I think what bank am I going to start an account with? Well, NatWest had their logo sprayed on the middle of a rugby pitch, so that's good enough for me. <laughs> hmm, like subconsciously, maybe you you're more likely to buy Goodyear tires because you saw them on Tom Cruise's ass or something, you know? But um. I don't know. It seems weird to me, but that's the real world, I guess. Uh, yeah. So, what's the big, what's the big blow off for this stupid movie? Nicole Kidman may leave Tom Cruise if he keeps racing, but she's also going to hang about and watch the race. He does get into the Daytona final along with uh, what's his chops?
2: Uh, from Princess Bride.
0: <laughs> oh,
2: yeah, Carrie Elway's in this is very much just like. Like The first half of the film is like, oh, it's the rivalry between Michael Rooker and Tom Cruise. And it's like, okay, you get that. That's what the film's going to be about. And then halfway through, it's just like, oh, here's Carrie here's Elwes. He's your rival now. Bye. Do
1: you remember okay. when he,
2: ter- do you remember he turned oh.
1: up and you, you weren't all that <laughs> polite to each other? No. Remember
0: when he tried to talk to you, even though you are on the
2: phone? Dick. That wasn't on <laughs> If someone's on and the phone, do Michael wait. Now. And the guy who, who bought who owns the car, is now on another team with him? He's got a different but... sponsorship, because you were off
1: racing for a bit. But he's still friends with you, does. he's still rooted for you, because he paid for you. I mean, he introduced you to Robert Deval put you in this, so he obviously still is alright with you. But, he, ooh, he's a rival, but not... Everyone does a little cheer at the end, even though, you know, they're on different teams, I guess. silly um... one.
2: And just before we, we go, you did mention Nicole Kidman being uh, like her character motivation is very much in the middle. It's like, oh, like you're so you're too scared and such a t- t- child and like you t- t- to not race. And then when he decides to race, he's like, she's like, I don't, I, I can't watch you race. There's an opposite of like, what,
1: you know, what? either you're encouraging him or you're not. It's fine to do either, but uh, you're just fucking with him, really. he's a big enough dickhead as it is, he, he he can. You could do without this fucking, uh, uh, you know, business, isn't it? Mindfuckery. It's quite mild as well. There's not, uh, I don't know. There's just the uh, a lot of it's just he should he's having a relationship he shouldn't be having. Yes, and, and it's not convenient because she lives in lives and works in a hospital. and He's all around the country doing different races. I don't know. What was a weird, a weird thing early on in the film was the the NASCAR regulars are like, ah. Oh, this, this Yankee from California, basically anyone north of Texas is a Yankee to us, because you have to be from somewhere deep south to be into tedious NASCAR racing. It's so. interesting
0: that they said that if you're from California, you're not really anything.
1: That's true, though, is it? Mm. A lot of people just move to California. They're not really from there, either. Really. They're just there for you know shits and giggles, either to work in Disneyland or be a movie star or whatever takes all kinds. So, the days of thunder are drawing to a close. Daytona uh, is happening. (laughs) The big one. It's the big, it's the Super Bowl of the drive-in time. And uh, the new rivals are uh, pitted against each other. Tom Cruise is, you know, doing bad at the start. Then he catches up with clever drive-in bullshit. And then, um, every all the non oh, we have a nice bit actually before that happens of possibly real drivers being interviewed. Like, they have a bunch of NASCAR guys reacting to the fake characters and saying what they think of them a little bit, don't they? In front of their cars or sponsors, don't they?
0: Oh, yeah, that was fun.
1: They feel real, they look real, more real than our leads, so anyway. But it's just a nice bit of flavor. Just, and it's a nice easy bit of acting that you have to do, not, not asking too much of them. They don't have to throw the hat down or start saying emotional things about being in hospital. You just leave the real people, do the stunt driving and have this one cameo or whatever. Uh, but yeah, it's just a fucking race. What do you want today, you know, Tom Cruise? How's the Deja
0: Vu uh... crash? What do you mean? There's the, the, the second crash where it's all smoky and he has to drive through it.
1: Oh, yeah, because it's. You, you, Robert Duval has to tell you if you could drive on this bit, you'll be fine. Um, because it's risky as fuck, isn't it? Normally you would stop for a crash like that, I think. There's also a thing where the safety car comes out, isn't it? Where the safety mm. cars in front guiding all the cars right around, like they have to sort of uh, go around the lap and I don't know, it's something to do with setting up the, the race again, isn't it? And basically. Tom Cruise is able to just get in front of the safety car so he can still stay in the race. Is it? Is it in the final one? Or does that happen earlier? Because as you said, Abby, there is a mirroring of it. There's a crash where, where Tom Cruise has an accident and then there's the similar thing where he has to drive through the smoke and not shit his pants and not slow down too much, is it? He definitely should have slowed down. I think something.
0: after that, after he goes through the smoke, he literally gets up behind... Kerry Lewis again is like, remember me? And then he does the whole slingshot maneuver.
1: But crucially, I like Kerry Lewis is like, he always goes the top end where it's scary. I'll smush him into the wall. And then he fakes like he's going to Tom Cruise. Is like, I'll go that way. No, I'll go the other way. Oh, my God. Oh, I didn't expect him to go left. I can't just crash
2: into him now. Oh, I lost the race. <laughs> And there's the weird thing with, like, uh, when he turns up at the start of the race, they're like, yeah, we had to change the engine. And he's like, what? What do you mean you had to change the engine? (laughs) Yeah.
1: Where'd
2: you get it from? Uh, You know. know. And then it turns out that, like, the engine was from the Randy Crade character.
1: Who paid for these guys in the first place anyway. It's not that weird. Go
2: on, What's the point of that? I don't know.
0: No, they inferred that there had been foul play. They found some metal in something or other.
1: Oh, what? The Quaid would what? Quaid would sabotage them by giving him an engine, or
0: no, no, no. The the reason they had to replace the engine was the first engine had some metal shards in
1: it. But but yeah yeah okay. I'm sure that happens where you have to like the car. The car had a little cry, and then Robert Dewell's like, "Oh, better fix it." Yeah. So yeah, but the
2: thing is, if that if that was a plot point, if that was going to be a plot point, just being like, "Oh yeah, we had to change the engine. There was something weird with the other one." Wouldn't be like your tact, like it's something you totally forget about after like two minutes. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Just like wait a minute, you're going to bring up engine problems at a time like this, and it's not serious. It's like it doesn't make any sense. I don't know. There's a lot of uh,
1: don't worry about it too much. We don't expect the audience to care that much about cars anyway. The important thing is you're emotionally caring whether Tom Cruise uh, could drive through the smoke and not crash and whether Robert Duval has guided him correctly or irresponsibly or blah, blah, blah. I did I did think when they went through the smoke and Tom Cruise has to navigate the crashing cars, he definitely should have stopped. There wasn't space there. Robert Duval said, oh, there's space if you go up to the wall. And he goes through that, like, oh they're not out of the way yet. So it's mm. completely bollocks. I don't know what they were fucking thinking.
2: Yeah, but he knew in his heart he was gonna do it. So yeah. So then... He should have he
1: should have shut his eyes and let go of the steering wheel and let the spirit of the car do <laughs> the it. Take over. Yeah, that's it. Like, yeah, exactly. Like fucking uh Anakin or Skywalker or whoever.
0: This I would know. have been the right crowd for Jesus, take the wheel.
1: <laughs> That's it, yeah. I wouldn't have I don't know. We uh, what was weird about all the fans watching NASCAR? It was jam packed for the big, big race, but they all are in red and white. Like it's like a big MAGA convention. <laughs> I think it's just in the late uh, eighties, early nineties, there was just only two colors of trucker hat, or I guess the just limited palette of things you'd wear to these things, you know. But like everyone was in red and, and red and white. It needed that blue just for the American pop, didn't it? Mm. So everyone could look like a fucking flag. Mm. But it was at the time when 90s truck hats look like pure garbage as well. They hadn't had their skater reimagining where they were slightly cool. This was pure, if you're in a trucker hat, you look like a bear it Which is still true to this day, but now there's a kind of sophisticated, rustic vintageness to truck hats. But these were like, Basic. Buy them in a fucking uh, garage. Awful hats that everyone had on, if they had one on, you know.
2: else take taking the NASCAR fans on mass. I was gonna say I was kind of impressed with how big the whole thing is. There's like a, there was a, like a lot of seats, and there was like one shot of like this kind of like tower of seats, and I was like, "Wow, fair enough. That's a lot of seats. That's so a lot them- of people." I have one
1: chunk, which is the Mega Bleachers. Uh, Abby, I think you suggested that those ones are so you can see the whole track, right? Like, there's high enough to watch it all. Yeah, I think but, so. But it's not, there's not enough fans to do it all the way around. <laughs> like, an absolute mega coliseum of racing.
0: Well, presumably, yeah. they also need a bit of it so the cars can get in and out.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, you need a bit, yeah, but that's not... Well, neither here nor there. I mean, like, the thing I, I observed in real life, I saw some NASCAR, I guess, just flicking through sports channels on, on my dad's Sky TV, and going... I saw some NASCAR racing that was happening, uh I don't know, as live, and it wasn't highly populated. <laughs> like, it was a lot of empty seats. Even even F1 I've seen where the seats are quite... I mean, I mean they're pseudo-expensive, but... NASCAR, at least you can see the race happening. Like in F1, you you get a corner and you just watch that all day. <laughs> like, you know, I guess there's probably a monitor. Most big sports events are shit to watch live, though, aren't they? Like, I get like f- football and stuff kind of works because the- you can see what's happening everywhere. But most things, you're just watching it on a monitor up a big row of seats, aren't you? It's kind of, I don't really see the appeal.
0: Oh yeah, I've never understood. So going to a really massive, massive sports event where you don't actually see anything.
1: You just want to sit on the most dangerous corner and pray for a crash to happen, so you can get a cool viral video going when you film it on your phone. Anyway, what do you know? Tom Cruise has overcome some of the odds and has driven the car faster than everyone else, and has won it, won the big race despite being inexperienced, not knowing what a car part is and not being good friends with everyone straight away. But, by golly, he got over his fear of dying in a hideous crash, or being burnt alive, or <laughs> killing someone by on purpose, apparently, which he sometimes tries to do. Yeah, he's, he's won it. And he's, he's a, Robert Duval looks sad, though. Why is he not having a big cheer and a jump? So Tom Cruise leaves all the people and goes and says, Oi, what did Robert Duval say at the end? I can't remember we have a little chat about, fuck, what a race. know, he
0: just has a weird sort of masculine little cry, not cry.
1: Melancholy. And And then they have a foot race, because we can't end the movie without another race. God forbid. And it's just like, there you go. How's that? Those were the days of thunder. The thundering around the track, it seems. Um, Weird. Days of Thunder, and then there's no Lightning McQueen from Cars. It feels like that was a match made in heaven. Those those mm. that title, well, it's the wrong time. Pixar hadn't made their shit yet, but um, you know, maybe maybe may this, if if this, the Days of Thunder was any good and had sequels, they'd fit in a sort of crossover with Cars, and then it would be uh, Days of Thunder and Lightning McQueen brackets, uh, the Pixar Tom Cruise crossover, Mission Possible. <laughs> Anyway,
2: well, it, it it was mostly boring as fuck to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was like you said at the beginning; it was just so. There's just there's just no surprises. It's just it feels paint by numbers. The, the biggest does. surprise, the big, sorry, Abby. On, Abby. It
0: had. It's a film that could have been so unique because it's not like there's a dime a dozen NASCAR movies, mm. but instead they just sort of found it in. Like, oh.
1: it, yeah just very very typical it's kind of Tom Cruise wanting to do a project where he looks cool I'll have sunglasses and be arrogant I'll have a little bit of vulnerability but not too much so you think I'm a loser and I'll win the race and beat the guys and be the best and not die of a hideous car injury and uh, win the day and get the girl <laughs> thank you I'm cool <laughs> you know one of them vanity things isn't it really
2: yeah, and the whole thing just feels like uh, like just Top Gun light, and it's like if you just if you want Top Gun, just watch Top Gun. This is not a suitable substitute.
1: Yeah, I, I watched other race movies as well, where they try and make it a, about. Usually, it's like the, the 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 driver has some sort of addiction or interest to win, like, to be the best. That's obviously the point of this one as well. But they're sort of wrestling with some notion of self. Uh, Like, in Le Mans, which isn't a very good one with Steve McQueen, there was a sense that it's about the experience of doing, like, a 24-hour race that's, like, a marathon rather than a sprint, and it's about machismo notions of winning and fighting and being the best and the struggle, and uh, you know, the, the film Senna captures the some of the toxic traits these drivers have, what it takes to be, what personalities it is to be drivers, what makes someone good. Uh, You know, this one didn't, I feel, delve very deep into the character of a driver. It was just, sometimes you get a bit worried (laughs) and make friends and whatever. Very, very whatever. Very generic. I don't think it did very well, today at the time? No one really cared about it.
0: No, lukewarm. Yeah, we didn't do awful.
1: Yeah, it sort of doesn't—it's not, not offensively bad, is it? It's just sort of, well, you know. Yeah, I seeing, got you know got to, yeah.
2: yeah, I got to the end fine, but like like I said, it was just so paint by numbers, and any surprises were like incidental. Like, oh, it's it—they've changed rivals. Okay, I guess. Oh, that cop has her tits out. Brilliant! <laughs> I'm so
1: glad. Uh Yeah, whatever. Oh, sorry, Abby, didn't love it. <laughs>
0: That's all right. I didn't either. I seem to be getting a lot of these movies where... I watched them so long ago, I assumed I'd forgotten when in fact there was nothing to remember. Oh, did you see this before? <laughs> I think so. It's. I remember it being a video in my mum's house. Which means I probably it. watched it, but she did have so many, and some of them were so terrible.
1: You could have just seen one anywhere and been like, oh, yeah. Random drivers doing another one for Ferrari, and I think there's already been like various Ferrari versus Ford type one. I think I've seen. Like, we watched one, there was two rivals, and so it's all just, oh, God. We should improve the car by making a change, yep. Yeah. Aren't all these the same. Only a dickhead would say they're the same, but yes, all cars are basically the same. There's almost nothing in it every time. It's that part of this was to suggest, oh, is it is it luck or is it the man? And it's like, well, a bit of both, isn't it? Whatever. Anyway, we're gonna. I guess we're gonna brum brum off into the sunset, um, and you can catch us another time for another film, another chat. It's just one. Endless adventure into the world of films with us. So join us again, please. Kisses. Bye. Bye.